Hello and welcome to another edition of Addition. I'm your host, Adi Adewusi. I'm a big tech product manager, mathematician, futurist, tech optimist, artist and creator, and I'm here bringing you the news, the hot topics in tech, an update on the markets, some career advice, and let you know what I'm geeked out about this week. So before I get into today's episode, go ahead and hit the like button if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe if you're not already subscribed. If you would like to follow me on social media, you can follow me on Twitter, at EditionPod, or at Edition, sorry, at Addy Adewusi, and Instagram and TikTok, at Edition with Addy. I know I have not updated in a while. I will let you know all of my exciting updates at the end of this episode, but I'm gonna get through today's episode first because I know you guys have been waiting for an edition of edition. So here we go. You can also email me at, or editionpod at gmail.com. And you can also subscribe to the Substack so you never miss an episode. It's, it gets sent straight to your email inbox. That's editionpod.substack.com. Okay, so let's get into the markets. So let's take a look at crypto. Bitcoin is up 0.72% over the past seven days. It's hovering at 20,494 at the time of recording. It is 5.48 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. Uh, Ethereum is at 1,551. It is down 0.66% in the past seven days. Moving on to the stock markets, the S&P 500 is down 1.6% in the past five days. Year to date, it is down 20.13%. The NASDAQ is down 3.86% in the past five days. And year to date, it is down 32.47%. So, I mean, I've said this a million times. Sometimes it's depressing to report on the markets for the podcast, but as long as you're consistently investing, everything's gonna be fine. Obviously, if you're going through a layoffs, this is really scary times. If you're about to retire, this is really scary times. Um, I will put the link to um, fee-only fiduciary financial planners um, in my show notes in case that is something that you need to not do something crazy. Um, but I admit it, it is a very rough time to be an investor right now, and that's anyone across the board, stocks, crypto real estate's on its way down you know it's just kind of rough out there right now so um, i'll put in the financial best practices i always do when the market's doing bad Um, but just hang in there and if you can keep maxing out your 401k because it will pay off down the road okay so let's get into the hot topics in tech you know what i'm going to talk about today i need to talk about elon and twitter And let me tell you right now, every time that I've been preparing to record and something comes up, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I didn't record today because there's another piece of news. So the last episode where we dropped off, it was really uncertain whether Elon was gonna buy Twitter or not. Since then, Elon and his friends were subpoenaed. All of these text messages were released doing the back and forth about his analysis of whether he was gonna buy Twitter or not. Now we find out he is going to buy Twitter. He has now purchased Twitter in the most ridiculous way with a sink walking into the headquarters. I will put the link of that picture in the show notes if you have not seen that. Um, And now today he has laid off 50% of the Twitter workforce, realizing that maybe a few dozen or so should should not have been laid off and now asking for them back. 
it is in theory a mess so there are a few things that i want to call out so first one of the things that he eliminated is work from anywhere being gone so this is something that i have told you all on the podcast and i'll be honest when COVID happened and we all worked from home i also thought we would all work from home forever fortunately one of my mentors let me know that they're going to do this now in terms of employers but whenever they need to reverse it they will and that it's just a reminder which should be a common theme of this episode that CEOs of public companies work for their shareholders. So they need to do whatever they need to do in the best interest of their shareholders. So there's a lot of layoff news right now. It's honestly so much, it's pointless for me to cover in the episode. I will just put a link to the layoffs FYI tracker. So return to the office is an easy, quick, tried and true way to automatically eliminate staff because some people have made permanent decisions in terms of their relocation and they physically cannot get to the office anymore. So it should not be a surprise that Elon Musk has reversed work from anywhere. I'm glad people at Twitter have known for months now that Elon was trying to buy Twitter and now has bought Twitter. So hopefully they have either changed companies or, you know, you know, figured something out. But for the people that did not get the memo um, and they are in a remote island somewhere realizing that they're no longer working for their company, you know, my heart goes out to you. Um, I'm sh- I know you will recover. This goes out to everyone who's laid off right now. You will recover. We, you know, we've gone through this as a country several times. Everything is going to be okay. Don't panic, you know, protect your mental health do some self-care and just focused on getting that next job or starting that next business. Okay, so I also want to talk about what this means for tech. So what Elon is doing is pretty intense and extreme. I would say most tech CEOs would never think about automatically eliminating 50% of their workforce, even if they knew that they needed to be eliminated because of optics, because they want people to work at the company. You know, there are these certain best practices that tech has adopted to retain top talent. So I strongly believe that CEOs are going to be watching if Twitter is successful post 50% layoff, post-immediate return to office, all these things, and Twitter is able to grow and become a better platform, CEOs are absolutely going to be taking notes and implementing that strategy, Elon's strategy, in their own companies. Not all, but definitely some. So keep an eye out. It is in all our best interest to watch what's going on at Twitter because this could have a huge impact on the culture of tech as a whole. So far, Elon has been a rogue force in terms of how he's been handling Tesla and SpaceX. Now that he's pivoting more into, you know, big tech with Twitter, he's going to have more and more an impact on how the cultures of these companies are run. If you want to hear more about the behind the scenes of Twitter, uh, if you listen to the All In podcast, two of the four hosts of that podcast are um, in the war room with Twitter right now. So Jason Calacanis, as well as David Sachs, 
I will put a link to the latest All In episode in the show notes, and I would listen just so you can get some behind the scenes and a different perspective of what's going on, um, because it's very different from the perspective of an employee. Okay, that's what I'm going to say about Twitter. Okay, so next, let's talk about the potential meta layoffs. So I'm going to quote this from CNBC. So Facebook parent meta could begin large-scale layoffs as soon as Wednesday, according to a report from the Wall Street Journal. The layoffs are expected to impact thousands of employees, the report said, and the move would mark the first major headcount reduction in Meta's history. At the end of September, the company reported that it had more than 87,000 employees. A Meta spokesperson declined to comment and referred to CNBC, referred CNBC to Zuckerberg's comments on the company's latest earning call last month, which I also quote, in 2023, we're going to focus our investments on a small number of high priority growth areas, Zuckerberg said at the time. That means some, com- some teams will grow meaningfully, but most other teams will stay flat or shrink over the next year. In aggregate, we expect to end 2023 as either roughly the same size or even a slightly smaller organization than we are today, end quote. So you may be thinking, okay, we kind of expected Meta to have layoffs at some point. Yes, it's the first time in history, but this is a critical time in the market as well as in Meta's history. This is why we should be alarmed. The stock price is up. So I quote, shares of Facebook owner Meta rose 6.5% Monday following a Wall Street Journal report over the weekend saying the company could start mass layoffs as soon as Wednesday. The company has seen its stock fall 72% this year as it tried to launch a new strategy focused on building the metaverse. Its market cap now sits below 260 billion, end quote. So remember what I said before, CEOs work for the shareholders. So companies may be looking at Meta, seeing that news has spread of mass layoffs, seeing Meta stock rise significantly for the first time in maybe a year, and are also taking notes. You know, CEOs are under a lot of pressure to raise their stock price. So I'm not saying all CEOs are going to do this, but if layoffs are an immediate increase to stock price, some CEOs are going to take the bait and do it. So everyone needs to be prepared. So as I go into the career segment, I know I talked about this last time, but it's even more critical now to create your own job security. So I will repeat essentially what I said last time, adding a little bit more color and nuance considering that things have changed. So first question, ask, if your company had to do layoffs, why would they keep you? If you don't have a good answer for that, it likely means that you're not in a critical role. So I highly recommend applying and interviewing now for critical roles, whether internally within your company or externally. And know it is going to be so competitive because so many people have laid off. So I would recommend looking for jobs that no one really wants to do like and it's so funny because I work on internal tools and you know the work that I do is behind the scenes um, you know supports business functions no one customers never get to see it it's really back end 
but it's critical to the function of the business. So if, you know, someone has to do this, whether the company is doing well or not, those boring, unsexy roles are, I would recommend going for right now. Um, because the fun roles, you're, there's just going to be so much more competition than automatically, than, than there already typically is. So I highly recommend looking for like a business critical role, whether inside your company or outside the company. And you will know that it's a business critical role because you see a job posting. A lot of companies are doing hiring freezes right now. So if there is a job out there, it is likely a critical role, but still look at it look at it at the lens does someone need to do this whether the business is thriving or not so and if if that's true then that's the role to go for um, next stay networking i will talk about this later but um i have i'm going to afrotech next week i'm so excited and i'm also popping into the office to meet the team in austin I've, I'm going to every happy hour, every holiday party, every meet and greet. I'm hosting my own networking events. Like, and like, like network today, like you're going to lose your job tomorrow. I cannot reiterate this anymore. I don't care how comfortable that you feel right now. Like anything is possible. And I'm not trying to invoke fear. I am invoking a healthy dose of reality. We are at a very critical time in the tech industry. If people don't know who you are, you're not going to get a job and you're not going to stay in your company if they're doing layoffs. That's just the facts of the matter. Okay, um, next I said to go to your team slash manager social events. I have a friend, I won't call this person out specifically, that mentioned that he was invited to an offsite and he's not going. Mind blown, literally mind blown. This is the time to go to the offsite. I'm not saying that it's a test, but if it was if they needed to test, that's a good test. Like companies are trying to see like who's committed to the cause, who is committed to the mission. Who actually cares like if you personally don't care about your team why should they they care about you when they're going back and forth deciding who's going to be laid off or not so i don't care whether you like these people or not hang out with them get to know them let them get to know you you know make friends you know this is critical and i think tech for a while you've been able to maybe like sit down do your job and go home that is not the case anymore. Like other industries know the importance of networking. Now tech is going to understand it big time. Okay, next, ask to meet your team. If they won't pay for it, think about showing up anyway. So as you all know, I, or maybe you don't know, I was in New York a couple weeks ago. I paid for that trip. I got to meet my skip level. I got to meet my stakeholders like at a senior leader level as opposed to the people that I work with day to day. So now I have relationships and contacts with my senior leader stakeholders, senior folks in my direct team. And it was so worth my time 
because it's hard to communicate your value because it's not just our output of our work. It's the energy that we bring to the project. It's the, the trust that we can instill in our stakeholders. That's impossible to see we're like from a, a Zoom meeting or a Teams meeting or a Slack meeting or a, a, a Google meet. So I highly recommend meeting your team and going and paying for it if they won't let you. Obviously, only do it if they're going to the office. But um, yes, if there's people, anyone that you work with, even tangentially working in an office somewhere, I highly recommend you footing the bill to make that trip if your company won't pay for it. Um, so I actually had a listener who took me up on it and he, bump, he funded a trip to California to meet his team and bumped into the most senior person in his org just by accident. So, and I highly recommend doing it. I know it sounds crazy, but it's worth the money. All right, so I also want to touch on stock-based compensation because as you see, the markets are down 20%. Um, 30 plus percent when it comes to the NASDAQ. So I haven't talked about negotiating in a while. Well, first of all, still negotiate. It doesn't matter what kind of market that we're in. If they're hiring, it's a critical role. It's time to negotiate. So a rule of thumb that someone told me is when you get your initial offer for your stock bonus. So typically this is something you, when you work for a tech company, you get your salary, you get a sign-on bonus, and you also get a stock award, which is typically a sizable award. Um, and, and that is vested over the span of four years in some capacity. A, a trusted mentor of mine told me, ask for double. And this is why, because people who got hired at the peak, their stock is cut in half or more at most of the big tech companies or you know, a little less than half. So that's why we ask for double in terms of our stock compensation because that is the compensation package and most people go into it thinking about how much their stock can go up and not thinking about how much stock they can go down. So if you're interviewing and at the offer stage, I highly recommend you to ask double the amount of stock because that is not coming out of pocket to the company. Um, that is stock that they already have that they were gonna give someone anyway. Um, so it's the easiest way to um, negotiate more compensation. Okay, so that was the episode. Now I can tell you what I'm geeked out about. So I've had so many exciting updates. First and foremost, I got engaged. Columbus Day, I got engaged. I'm so excited. Um, I've talked about one of the early episodes about, you know, how to, you know, what I'm looking for in a spouse. And I kind of used Adam Newman and Rebecca as the perfect, as Rebecca being the perfect example of a supportive spouse. And maybe in future episodes, I'll go more in depth into, um, you know, how to choose a spouse that, you know, works with your career and just how I've had to look at my career differently and navigate my career differently now that I have a fiance. But that's super exciting. I got engaged. Immediately after that, I went to New York. Um, I visited the Chelsea office in Google, which is humongous and a whole experience. And I kind of touched on, you know, the great like business and networking relationships I made while I was there while also having fun. Um, so I was in New York for four days. 
Next week, I'm going to Afrotech. So if you are going, definitely send me a ping. I'd love to meet and say hi. Yes, with my exec badge. Um, I'm so excited. Going to do some very intentional networking while I'm there. And then I'm also going to London. So it's work-related, and I'm paying for it. But it also works out because I have family in London. So I'm going with my fiance. So they can all meet. So I'm really excited about that. And I have been wedding planning. Um, we are paying for the wedding ourselves, which means we are on a very strict budget. And I'm really excited. We chose the venue. We have our date. We made the website. So I'm super excited. You will see an announcement on Instagram this week if you're following me at Edition with Addy. Um, so thank you for your patience. I know I have not been consistent in recording, but as you can tell, I have been busy networking like my life's dependent on it, while at the same time falling in love and getting engaged and at the same time traveling. So um, I am recording now because it is a critical time, but I really need to hear what you guys want to hear from me because I'll be honest, tech news is very depressing right now, as well as stock markets. So it's like, you know, yeah, let, let's, let's, sorry, can't talk. When I'm preparing for edition, I'm thinking about all of the negative news I have to share, whether it's the market downturn or the tech news. And also the career advice is also coming from a fear-based place. So, so let me know what you like to hear from. If, is it just personal updates or how I'm here, how I'm navigating all of this turmoil in the tech industry? Do you want more career advice? Do you want more strategies on how to set yourself up for success financially, even though the market's in a downturn? Um, do you want me to talk more about crypto? You let me know in the comments or by emailing me editionpod at gmail.com or DMing me on any of my social medias, TikTok and Instagram at edition with Addy, Twitter at editionpod or at Addy Adewusi. Let me know. So because when I know that I'm helping you directly, I am so much more eager to record the podcast only because the news is so depressing right now. So that's today's episode. Thank you all for listening and watching. I will hopefully see you next week. I will be at Afrotech, so I should have time to record because I'm actually taking that week off. So um, hopefully I'll give you some exciting, positive updates from Afrotech. All right. Bye.